welcome to episode 3 of No Marks Allowed. There's two dudes sitting at a dining room table in a college apartment talking about wrestling. I'm Ryan. Thanks for the news wrestling in the background and both your bags because we wanted to give you the ultra-realism of us being college kids. And, the struggle is real. <laughs> and for the record, this is being filmed at 10 p.m. So another another uh, another struggle bus. Almost 10 p.m. Uh, topic. So on this show, we're going to be covering some non-really current-related stuff, I guess is the right term for it. Some things that are not time-sensitive, like the Saudi Arabia contract, what it is, and should it even be a thing anymore? You know, what what should AEW do or don't do? Um, and then some WWE stuff in there as well. And this is, again, No Marks Allowed, the third episode. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Spotify and Anchor and other platforms. And as I said, there's more in the last episode. There are more platforms on the way. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll make iTunes eventually. That's probably the goal of every podcast. All right, and we'll start with the first topic, which is not so much Super Showdown as the whole Saudi Arabia deal in general. Um, In case you don't know, it's a long-term contract. 11 years. 11 years. So we have 10 years left. Between uh, the WWE and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. To have what are basically glorified house shows there in, in Saudi Arabia. different events. I, I'm sure there's other things they do too. Like, um, But the big part of the deal is these big, big pay-per-view, somewhere between a pay-per-view and a house show, but not weekly TV events. Special events is, I think, what do they brand them on the network? Is it network event? Is that what it is? I think they say they're pay-per-view events. Because, well, no, remember, Super Showdown is WrestleMania equivalent. So it's still a pay-per-view event. Except it's not in no way, shape, or form, but, you know. But that's beside the point. So I think the first question, and my answer to this is easy, is no. Should the WWE even still be in there? If they have an out in that contract, they should have taken it or just broke it. Because they got all that Fox money, and you don't need to be dealing with Saudis as America or as anybody. Your thoughts? Well, I have... You know me, I I like to keep options open. I like to... I think it's important to have allies. I mean, not that you would turn the other way, of course not. But, you know, for like they do something, and you would, of course, condemn them for doing things. But, you know, you would still, you know work with them somewhat i think that's what america does um but that's beside the point um as far as wwe working with saudi arabia i mean you have to honor the contract and i think you should honor the contract i think it's good business um i think the i mean we wwe does a lot of things for you know different people i mean they're ta- i mean they're obviously using some of that saudi arabia money for for other things i mean they have like i mean it's Pride Month this month, I believe. So they're mm-hmm. probably giving it to some charity to those also and doing a bunch of things. And um, I think sports and entertainment is important and it also helps bring people together. I think that they can help be that that Western face, if you will, 
to help garner change. I mean, Saudi Arabia, I mean, is, I mean, they just recently allowed women to drive, so there's some hope, I guess. But, yeah, I think that they can do a bunch of things. And I wouldn't be surprised that if they, um, if WWE is like, like to the Saudi Arabian government, like, okay, what can we do to get our women on the show? Is there anything we can do to get our women on the show? I mean, do they have to... I think there was a girl uh, knockout in TNA that used to wrestle in a... It wasn't really a hijab, but it was something like that. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's like, do we need... Is there a way for us to do that? I mean, they were in Abu Dhabi, I believe. And they had Sasha versus Alexa where they, like, were in, like, full cover, except for the head. So, I mean, it can be done. And I would not be surprised before this 11-year deal is over that there will be a women's match at the event. But other than that, I mean, you can, I mean, you can still do it and use the money for good, so. Yeah, I, I understand that part of it, taking the money and putting it towards, like, maybe. I mean, there's put no it need to women. punish the people of Saudi Arabia. I mean, not everybody. Well, that's like, true. But, I mean, still, your deal is with the government, not the people. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things that people do around with other people that they don't like. But. Oh, yeah, I would just, like, well, I mean, like I said, I don't. I don't entirely think the U.S. should have dealings with Saudi Arabia, but we sure do. Um, and you have an idea to make it better for everybody. I do have an idea. And like most good ideas, it probably will not... It probably looks good on paper, but it may not work. Yeah. But I think it will. Um, first of all, you know, there's two ways you can go about it. First thing is you have... You just pay the women. And I'm just going to go... We're not going to... I'm not going to bother right now in this juncture about the about, you know, the, a couple other people that aren't allowed to go or um, the people that refuse to go because that's a little dicey I'm paying. Yeah. Because you get the option. I don't know if you still get the whole payout. If you yeah. should still get the whole payout if you refuse to go. Like Owens or Zane. No, Zane, Zane's not allowed to go. Oh, the Saudis won't let him go. Yeah. But, like, I'm, no, but you're saying, like, a male wrestler. Yeah, if a male wrestler refuses to go. Yeah. Like, because they have the option if you're they right. would get, you know, payment. But basically, I said that uh, the one option is give the women um, the same amount of money. I mean, use that Saudi Arabian money to um, pay them as much as they would as the people going to the Saudi Arabia show. That like money, what? What Becky and Charlotte would have gotten in Saudi Arabia? No, that's the other option. This is what like paying them like like maybe not maybe not Undertaker type money, but maybe like a like a Titus O'Neil type thing. Or something, or maybe somebody, um, Finn Balor type. Um, that, but um, well, I don't agree with mass paying. I would say just like you give like if that was in if you were doing a special or a WrestleMania equivalent. That's in air quotes because you can't see us. If you were doing that type of show, you just what I would think like to your idea, but it'll just a little different. Is you build a card and. Becky Charlotte is on that card. Like, let's say Becky Charlotte's on that card. And then let's say um, Bailey Asuka is on that card, would be on that card. And then you would have an undercard women's match. Then you would pay those six competitors as though they were in those matches. Because there's no, there's no reason to pay Natalia because she wouldn't be there. Like, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have a match. But I think that you should pay all the women... What they would have gotten if they were like, even if they were in like some like 
random, like, this is a big event. They would have something. I mean, it's WrestleMania equivalent, air quotes. Mm-hmm. They would have been in, like, some, like, if they allowed women to be there, there would be, like, a, a women's battle royale or something. That's true. That's true. Give, give, give the women what they would make at, at a regular regular event. But that's, like, that's like the easy way or maybe the higher way. My idea, of course, is, um, you know, um, this will be uh, probably airing after Super Showdown. And by the time the next Saudi Arabia event happens, there will already be SmackDown on Fridays. But we'll get to that. Basically, you do a house show for the women, a glorified house show at Full Sail. You have, it's a 90-minute show, network special. It can be on, on you know, YouTube also. You have Raw Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship, Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. Then you have a, a Battle Royale to determine the number one contender. Then after the show's over, um, you have the NXT Women's Championship and the NXT UK Women's Championship that will be taped and air on the next episodes of NXT and NXT UK respectively. Then whenever... I mean that that's gonna be that's gonna be what you do for the women, um, and I think that should continue to happen like even like the Saturday, like even like when, e- including with this next idea. This next idea is um, so just, just to just to put a, to put a ball on your idea. You're saying because the women can't go to Saudi Arabia as of yet. When when the Evans' idea is when the WWE goes and does an event in Jeddah, when they do a Super Showdown in Jeddah, there should be an Evolution type pay per view. No, this isn't quite Evolution type. This is like smaller. Like this is just uh, like it's like an NXT episode with just it's like May Young Classic type thing. But you want like a Super Showdown equivalent, like not a Super Showdown equivalent, but for the women. Not necessarily. But a glorified house show, I mean. Yeah. I, to be fair, I think that the Saudi Arabia... I mean, I only saw the first one. A little bit uncomfortable, but it was all propaganda for Saudi Arabia. Granted, this was before some of those events happened, so it was still okay. Um, but uh, Well, no. I mean, it's... There was still plenty of it, though. I mean, it's the Middle East. You, you take what you get. That's true. Um, and it, it was like a bigger production, but like I just want like a small thing. Now, for... Now, we know that when SmackDown goes to Friday nights, there is no way that they'll be able to do a live SmackDown when there's a Saudi Arabia show. Because you can't, even if they move the Saudi Arabia show to Saturday, you cannot get it to Saudi Arabia. I don't think you can even make it to Saudi Arabia within 24 hours. Well, just tape it. Yeah, but. No, tape the Saudi show. Like, you should tape that before you take your week, tape your weekly show, I'm just saying. I would not tape a big event. Why? Like a pay-per-view event. Just because. It's easy to tape a smaller show. They won't even tell you what country it's in, and the only reference they have ever made to the last Saudi Arabia event that happened is that Shane McMahon is the best wrestler in the world. You don't want to tape SmackDown because we know when we tape events that um, the ratings aren't going to be good. I mean, there's spoilers. So here's what you do. is You get the best of all the worlds. You have a Friday Night SmackDown event. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have a 205 Live match. Promote that. Say when 205 is. Because, you know, they don't promote that at all, really. You have uh, you have the women, of course. And, like, I would say give the women a live mic. I mean, can you imagine Becky Lynch, like, talking about her, airing her grievances? And that one ain't going to happen. I think it can. 
Because if they do that, if they do the Becky complains about Saudi Arabia deal, the Saudis would cancel that immediate cancel that deal immediately. I'm not sure if there's something in the contract that says that though. There may be an out. Anyway, and you don't even have to reference it directly. You can just be like, oh, like they not they don't say that, but it's obviously what it is. No, that they would they would probably drop the deal immediately and you would lose a lot of money. That one can't happen. I think there's a way around it. And then here's another thing you can do with it. Publicly reprimand her. Like you like oh. And then you catch hell from the Americans. But you'd use but you do it as part of storyline type thing. Like pretty much really. I did I I really don't think that's a good idea. I'm sure Saudi Arabia can handle it. Either way. No. Remember what you just said about the Middle East? And what I don't care. That's this is my idea and I'm gonna stick with it. Alright. Becky Lynch and someone are going to talk bad. Like, they don't even, like, screw Saudi Arabia. They talk bad about uh, Vince and them for, for doing things that are wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia doesn't even have to be in the mix. Anyway, as I was saying, you have that and you have, for your main event, you have the NXT World Heavyweight Championship on the line and it'll change hands. Then you're also promoting NXT. And saying when it's on. I feel like I'm missing another show that they should be promoting. I thought there was three shows that they were supposed to. So you could probably have a UK also every once in a while come in. But you have that. And then you, you have all the superstars. You can have legends that won't go to Saudi Arabia. You know, you have Stone Cold. Like I said, you would have like guest general managers. It would pretty much be like the inmates running in the asylum. Like it would be like a non-sanctioned thing. Where like anything can happen. You have... Bunch of stuff going on. Okay, here, here, here's my here's my problem with this. Other than the what I what I've stated about the open in like that's a good idea, but we know Vince would never let that happen with the un with the halfway to unscripted promos thing. Um, here's my other thing with that, but it is like so they're the build for Super Showdown is already stupidly short and they do it through packages more than wrestling and everything else nxt might be okay 205 live and nxt uk might be okay but how are you going to build this too because think about it these saudi shows are not in place of pay-per-views so now you're asking an already rather spread out and hectic and bad and well this is the first show you don't you don't promote it the first time be like, okay, SmackDown, you know, SmackDown's going to be, it's not like they're going to cancel it. She's like, okay, we'll watch it. I mean, oh, like, oh, let's see what's going on. And then, like, you say, like, you keep this going. Like, the next the next Monday on Raw, I have, like, Vince McMahon, like, throw a hissy fit. Like, what the heck? What the hell has been going on here? <laughs> like, type thing. And this way, and then when we go to... Um, the next, you know, they do this, like, two Saudi Arabia shows a year, I think. Yeah. By the time you get to the next show, when it starts coming up, you're like, hey, Saudi Arabia show's coming up, but what's going to happen on SmackDown? You know, last time this happened, and you can have, like, you can start this a couple months early. You can use social media and stuff, like, have, like, uh, Becky go, like, hey, I'm not... I'm not doing anything on Friday. You want to have a match, like an Iron Man match or something, and then have like 
Vince try to stop it, like put the kibosh on it, and then it's a cool idea, but they would just never. Well, I just don't think they would do it. I think it's smart money wise because then you're making more money, you're appeasing people, you're making things better, and you're also promoting. I mean, there's nothing bad about this, and if you're worried about like some of the production, you this can be in full sale also. Yeah. I just think like and like this would be good for ratings. Well, that's why they don't want to build. That's why they don't want to go back to SmackDown, which I think they should go back to SmackDown having another set because of the production crew. So yeah, I think full sale would help that. And it is a college. Yeah, I mean, you you could also have some of our fellow college upstart broadcaster brethren running the camera. I think there there would be like I don't know. I think they have. I don't know how it all works. I just think that that would be the best idea and that would make almost everybody happy. Yeah. I think it's just a perfect idea and it helps ratings. Because it would be like, you know, what's going to happen? It would be like, you know, it's almost like more realistic type thing. Uh-huh. But pretty much, I mean, either way, like I said before, I think that, uh, I mean, this is just like, even if you take away the Sony event, I don't think that... Uh, SmackDown should be taped with everybody gone. No. I, mean, I think you would have enough people. You have enough people NXT, Raw, and SmackDown of people that won't refuse to go or can't go to do a two-hour show. I, mean, I understand. That makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't know if, if that's realistic. I think the most realistic one is you go, okay, you would have wound up Going, but can't because you're female, unfortunately, and Saudis are still 50 years behind the rest of the world, or 100 in some in some places, particularly with women, 100 years. So here is what you would have been paid if you had done the match. And maybe you're right. Maybe they would have planned a battle royal so you can give everybody else that payout too maybe they here's done the that. problem with that though you can't prove what you would have planned you can be like okay have you seen how much crap they make up yeah but that's like for story i mean that's like not fair to everybody so i'd say like they would give Wait, did you see dean ambrose's storyline they can make bizarre stuff up whenever they want that's storyline i'm talking about the business side of things you're like okay yeah but you can draw on like like you can draw on like any event like like what like how do you pay the men I'm certain that the 50-man battle royal is slightly under what you would get for the Royal Rumble. And they've done large female battle royals. And they've done female title matches before. You just do the equivalency. And you can't tell me that a major pay-per-view... I mean, you'll do the equivalency, but you do all the equivalency. Like, you would... everybody. Whoever would have been in a match, yeah. But you can't prove who would be in a match. So you you say, okay, there's a battle royale. These people would have gotten it. There's a title match. These people would have been in it. That's what that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But not just say, oh, okay, we would have had a battle royale. Only the people that would have been a battle royale get paid. Screw Becky Lynch, screw Charlotte. They don't get paid this week because that's dumb. Oh no, you would have paid. You would pay who you would have had in the battle royal, and then you would pay, like you would pay that salary, and then you would pay Becky and Charlotte for their match, and you would pay Bailey and Oscar for their match. Those salaries. You don't just blanket payment to everybody. Like, hey, Dana Brooke. 
we would have gone to we would have gone to Europe and done this show, and you would have sat at home. You wouldn't have been doing anything. But here's a paycheck. No, that's stupid. It's stupid that if you don't know what you're gonna do, it's like people would get upset. But you like, can equivalent it. You have the Royal Rumble. You have things all the time. Like you have. But if they the, have a battle royal, they will. All, they would all be in it. They were literally everybody would be in it. All the females would have participated in that event if they had a Royal Rumble. Not the NXT, not all the NXT people. No, you don't have to pay the NXT people. Okay. The NXT people aren't a part of it. Talk about the main roster. I'm just saying, if you aren't in the event, you shouldn't get paid. Or you wouldn't have been. But you can't prove whether they would have yes, been in can. the event. You I, can literally sit there and write down what you think the next title match should be, or the next, or who should be in the next Rumble, or whatever. I still don't think that would work. I still think people would be upset. Be like, oh, you're doing hypotheticals now. So you're thinking that uh, the uh, uh, only Charlotte and Becky are going to be in, involved in the event? No, I'm saying you will have two in a WrestleMania-type event. But it's not a WrestleMania-type event. It, it says it on the bleeping promo. Be, not all of them are going to be like that, though. This one, is literally the same card as the last one, except without the stupid tournament. No, it's not. It's two BS matches and title matches. And it, it, different and four people, BS though. matches. Yeah, but it's the same style of card. It was out the... There's just a big battle royal like there was the first time with Strowman. You're just an idiot. It's fine. All right, fine. Whatever. <laughs> I think everybody should get paid, but we'll move on. Um, so... I'm, I'm kidding, by the way. He's only half, only half of an idiot. No, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing. Who? You. Oh. I'm, I'm playing. I, I, I'm just fair, you know. Yeah. Well, you're just unfair to people who wouldn't have gotten work. Um, what? So here's what AEW should to shouldn't do, and this is in terms of like not so much the hardcore booking, just general things that we you know, kind of that we think about AEW's rise and I think there's personally I think there's a lot to learn from what the XFL and the AAF just did and the USFL in the 80s I know the football mm, leagues I don't think you would look at that but I think there's a look lot to at what TNA did and what WCW did oh no 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 I'm just I'm saying from the television perspective which is don't fly too far close to the sun because you're going to melt. That show needs to be on a Thursday. It's on a Tuesday. What the AEW's uh, um, television program? Yeah. Will, will, will SmackDown already be gone when the first one airs? Yeah, the first, the, that October 1st is when AEW debuts. SmackDown debuts on Friday on Fox, October 4th. Okay, okay. So it's a non WWE. Okay, yes. yeah. That, that's a good thing. They shouldn't go head-to-head. Like, a lot of writers, a lot of reporters are, uh, that around wrestling are like, oh, WWE should watch out. AEW's coming. They don't have the roster. They don't like. They just don't have anything that WWE has. Except, I mean, they do have a boatload of talent, don't get me wrong, but they don't have anywhere near the power. They should not be opening... They should not open head-to-head. They need to stick to their own niche. And they should be careful to make sure to appeal to those who will watch that program. 
I really don't think you would ever get little Timmy who only loves John Cena and Roman Reigns and WWE to go watch AEW. I don't think that's what they're going for. Exactly, and I don't think you need to. And I I hope they don't. I hope that they realize that because there's enough of a niche that will like the quarter-half scripted style promos that, that Cody and management says that they want to do, which I'm good I'm glad you're doing that. I hate the WWE scripted crap now that they do now. Though in all fairness, for the they, they do have some good ones, like Becky Lynch's stuff. I think Sami Zayn's stuff is good. But, uh, I mean, like, I'm sure they can. I could see why you think. I, 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 they I would, they would, of course, be better if they had a little bit of their opinion. I mean, we've seen what Becky Lynch does on Twitter. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, and also New Day stuff is great. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much they put in it. I mean, I'm sure they do some stuff, but... But, like, that, just, like, the... But the vast majority, you know? I don't have NJPW World, but from what I know and what I have seen about New Japan, it seems much more wrestling-based. They make Like, WWE Wrestling is in Japan sto- is real. WWE is the storyteller. They are the entertainment. I don't think AEW should... Go that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think they should do, like, WWE is World Wrestling Entertainment. AEW needs to be, like, all elite wrestling. Like, they need to stay true to that name. They need to stay true to the wrestling part of things. Have your pro, have your short promos, have your short videos, but, like, stick to the wrestling stick to good wrestling stick to that uh, that niche that people really like because like like look at nxt for example keep using keep using youtube and keep using yes. the, all, being the elite yes that's how you run your storylines like like nxt versus the main roster nxt is basic like that's more of what aew should shoot for if, if that makes sense yeah because nxt is more for the Legitimate's the wrong term. NXT, casual? Or it's not casual. NXT is for the harder core yeah, of hardcore. wrestling fan. Not WWE fan necessarily, the wrestling fan. People that love wrestling. That's what NXT is directly and in my opinion like 90% geared at. Raw and SmackDown is geared more casually. I want AEW to be solely focused on one market and do a good job going to that market. I think they are, but I just want them to continue because what I'm worried about is you have three straight good pay-per-views, your TV launch goes well in a month, and then all of a sudden you start thinking, ooh, shiny lights, and then you're out of business. Yeah. So, like, I think I'll, I'll, since you said what they should do, I'll talk about what they shouldn't do, of course. Like, I don't think they should even attempt to put WWE in a business. No. Because we all know, like, everybody's been saying, like, like the worst thing to have in wrestling was WCW going out of business. Yep. And that's true. I mean, I love the network. I love that we have the library. I mean, I appreciate the library, of course, and that was pretty much what the whole reason why WWE bought out WCW and ECW was for the library. And... There's just no reason to go after them. Like, there were some things that they did on... Uh, They're not going to be able to. Yeah. Not for a while, anyway. It is going to take 
it would take AEW a while and take them poaching a lot of people for that to happen. And they would WWE would change the tune relatively quickly. Yeah. Hopefully. If they were threatened, yeah. Yeah. Um, probably not. They they wouldn't go as far as the Attitude Era, but they would start giving more creative freedom. I don't think they. I just I know I'm a. This is your gig, but like I don't think they should try and threaten them. Yeah. No. Like that thing. Like offhanded comments are good. Like yeah. There was uh, the Hall of Fame. Uh, you did not watch the Hall of Fame. Well, you were in England. Uh, in England. Wow. I'm, uh, I was not in England, You, you sir. were in the little one in Vegas. Yeah, I... No. Well, well <laughs> actually, no, nothing there is English. Well, except for the Gordon Ramsay restaurant, so I'll take your pass. Um, um, yeah, I was in Vegas. I never saw that. And but, my network expired right after Mania. So I never saw it. Yeah, um, so... They made. They had a couple. You know, they took a couple shots at uh, AEW. I don't think they mentioned them by name, but you know, because it was uh, Billy Gunn was there. And he's the producer for AEW, so it was just DX. You know, having fun. Yeah. Type thing. Um, on the AEW show, uh, Double or Nothing, they had where Cody Rhodes like destroyed. Yeah, we talked about Triple that last show. Yeah. I thought that that was like too much. I don't like that. No, it's just kind of stupid. You shouldn't acknowledge them. I mean, acknowledge them for the fact that, like, you know, I like my favorite part. Like I mentioned this in our last episode, that my favorite part was like all the WWE superstars like tweeting out like that they were enjoying the show and that they're glad that this is going on because this is the best thing to happen in wrestling. And like even Dean Ambrose, even with Dean, uh, uh, it's gonna be a while before we call him John. Moxley. John Moxley, yeah. Um, he even with all the stuff that he's been saying about you know how bad storylines are. He said he's hoping that all this stuff makes them do better. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want them to fail. I don't think anybody wants anybody to fail. And if they do, like, I mean, that's why, like, I get so upset about people on... No, I don't think AEW should want WWE to fail. I think they should want them... Like, I understand you want to be number one. Like, that's what your goal should be, ultimately, however long it takes you. But I I don't think that at all that you should be thinking about... um, you should be thinking about threatening them or taking them out of business or like I think you should be you should be thinking about like how to how to compete with them and how to foster competition and how to make everything better. Yeah. Also, there was um, as far as like you know, it's more adult thing. I think like every other wrestler on that pay per view flips somebody off. Be like, all right, guys, we get it. You can do that here. I mean, they, they're like saying, you know, more curse words and they're fine, whatever. I mean, just point, you know, to yeah. place. Um, also, there was some blood in that Cody Rhodes. Um, Dustin. Dustin match. And, um, Don't you mean the match between Stardust and Goldust? <laughs> you know, I mean, we'll probably talk about, like, our thoughts about blading one of these days. But, you know... You Stupid, know, but... Yeah, I mean, it was fine for the times, but now it's dumb. Um, it was dumb anyway. Well, it was dumb anyway, but it made it look better. But yeah. now we know better. We we are smart. Yeah, let's talk about. You know, let's go ahead and talk about this. As far as AEW, shouldn't I mean they sh- they can if they really want to, they could blade, but only blade for like big matches. Like no, don't blade at all. That is dumb. If gonna... We we send regular. Well, wait a minute. I guess I the point I was about to make is 
for basically what you do, we send regular people to rehab for that kind of thing, and we have interventions to get them help. But then again, in wrestling, most things that people do would get them sent to jail. So I don't suppose that's a fair comparison. If they are okay with, with blading, don't do a lash, only do it for the big matches. Otherwise, if you want blood, do it the hard way. I would like to, this is just a, a, um, this kind of a side ramble. I would love to befriend a, uh, a lawyer someday or a cop. And sit down with them and watch a WWE show and be like, I, I want you to hit a counter. I want you to press this counter every time you would throw somebody in jail for doing that IRL and see how high it goes. Well, technically, some of the, like, for matches, they're contracted. So, like, that's why, like, anything. That's true. So, like, all this stuff is legal as far as. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that they should not using the blood so much no i mean yeah, i i enjoy i think the hard way is fine because i think it looks more realistic if it's a hardcore match I no guess not hardcore could. the hard way like you like the bleed without, without oh no, no 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 i'm not talking about that i'm saying if you have to blade it has to be a hardcore match yeah because that's like kind of in hard, the stipulation like that's kind of what you want to do a hardcore match or uh just like a big like the final battle between two big rivals yeah you don't need I to guess. have it every match i think that's pretty much all i have for what they shouldn't do i should they stick to like well they were out west for their second event they're going toward the southeast now where do you think they should go like do you think they should travel the country i think their main base should be in the south, in Florida, at least for now. Literally. See, I disagree with that. I mean, as far as, like, you know, like, most of their, like, house shows and, like, TV shows. Because, this thing, a lot of, like, I mean, some people are going to AEW for a contract so they don't have to be on the road all the time. And, like, we talked about Britt Baker, who was, who was a dentist. Like, she's not going to want to wanna go traveling a lot of different places. I mean, she, she goes, you know... She's an independent wrestler. She used to be. She's she's been on her loops. They have those where you know, like they're gone for like a few days a week or something, and then they come back and go back to work. I think that they should like continue to do that. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard much about like what their house shows are gonna look like. I think that they should stick to the Southwest because in my mind, WWE already kind of has the East and. I feel like there's more promotions already down south. Remember what I said about covering out your niche and sticking to it? I think at least for the first while, they should stick to the west. Because, well, their their headquarters are in Jacksonville. <clears throat> Mr. Okay, so it could be Florida. Then, but, it, well, this is not necessarily... I think they should... I, I think they should have... I think they should stay in the American southwest. I mean, maybe like California or Nevada or something. But, cause, like, where does WWE do most of their shows? They go everywhere. Yeah, but I feel like they go more to the Midwest, the East, and the South than they do the West or the Northwest. Like, I, I think there's... I could just be wrong. It could just be because it's a denser populated area and that's just how it happens. 
But I think there could be more of a, a foothold for them out west. I think there's going to be a foothold for them anyway. I mean, but this, I think there's I mean, the potential already, A lot of shows WD does this in California, like most of their pay per view events. So I don't know, but I guess um, this wasn't that. So there was that, and then there's also the small point was: Do you think they should do? Uh, what TNA did early and what NXT does with it's the same venue? Or do you think they should move? I think they should move. No, I'm not saying countrywide because we both agree they shouldn't go from Orlando to Portland to Boston to Cincinnati to Sacramento, right? We both agree they shouldn't do the country tour thing, not right away at least. Well, the thing with, uh, because they're going to be, the AEW is going to be live, right? For mm-hmm. the TV show? Yeah. Um, well, I definitely think that they should tra- travel for, travel for pay per view. Well, yes, but they're regular weekly shows. The regular weekly shows, I think, should be. I don't know. It's easier to do that when it's taped, but if it's going to be live, I don't. I mean, maybe you could keep it in like a general area. Okay, so you're more like general area. Well, yeah, general area, not not uh, like something like. I think the house show schedule is going to be a lot less than WWE is. Yeah, definitely should be. They don't have as much roster. Yeah, and also because you know, there's some they want to keep people healthy, of course. And like I yeah. said, some people have other jobs, and they also allow them to do other things, like yeah. John Moxley's going in New Japan. Yeah, and things. So yeah, because is Hangman still in New Japan? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. And New Japan lost a lot of people. Hmm. Because I know Kemi's all in for AEW. Mm-hmm. And, well, Jericho's not. Because he has a match at Dominion. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, there's he your... had a match at Dominion. <laughs> well, yeah. But... So, but there's already some of your top people doing that. Uh, going over. So, yeah. I think and I... also, uh, the Young Bucks are doing triple a and stuff oh i didn't know they went down to well they have the triple a tag team champions okay yeah um but yeah no i don't i I agree i I think one venue would be a nice start where would you have it would you have it in universal well i would have it i would have it out like i would probably have in vegas because Double or Nothing was a big success. The ticket sales went pretty this well. This is the MGM Grand, and that's very expensive, probably. And they have, like, boxing a lot and UFC fights. There's other stuff out there, though. We don't know. that. I mean, there could be something in Carson. I don't know what that is. Or Reno or something. I know what that is. <laughs> and Carson's another city in Nevada. Another decent city in Nevada. I'm sure there's something in Vegas for you. I mean, there's an eSports arena, for crying out loud. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure they're they're checking their options. Well, well, something out that way I think could be cool. It's a high touristy area that you would make sure to have a bunch of people at. I think you would probably like you know, like you said, your niche fans. You would go to the big big venues like Chicago, New York. Uh, definitely. I mean, Allstate. I mean, what's who has a permanent home in Allstate Arena? Who? What do you mean? Like, if, if we're talking, if if we're going with my idea that you maybe your first year or two should be in maybe one single place. Oh, they wouldn't be able to have all, all their shows at Allstate. 
Why? WWE has all, all their Chicago shows are in Allstate because United is so expensive. And also, you know, you have other events. Like well, but if you promised Allstate Arena a bunch of money, they would just tell WWE to go away. They can't. They don't have enough money for that. WWE does what? Three shows a year there? They're mostly pay-per-view events, though. I don't think it brings in enough that if, that if AEW says, we'll be here with our main shows and two of our pay-per-views for a year, that they would say no. That Rosemont would say no to that. I don't think that they want to... Or, or something else of that equivalent. I don't think that would be good. I think one place would be a good idea. I don't think they want to bring that bridge. Personally. I don't think that that's the place for it, though. Well, or something like that. Because it's cl- very close to Chicago, it's very close to an airport. You would you would have the ability to pull from a lot of people. You're in a reasonably dense area, and it's not like. I mean, they also home to a lot of stuff. There's a lot of hockey and basketball. Well, maybe not basketball, but there's hockey, and I think arena football. Well, no, the arena football team's been gone for like five years. The Rush are long gone, and I don't know if the Blitz are in, if the LFL team is in either. But regardless, you th- you seem to think that a regional move around, which I would be okay with. I just think we both agree they shouldn't turn the whole country. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Oh, by the way, uh, Northwestern Wildcats men's basketball team plays there. No, they don't. Uh, apparently, they do. I've never heard of them playing. Maybe they don't play there anymore. They played till 2000. They played in 2017, 2018, so they must have been building something. No, they play in Welsh Ryan Arena, and they always have. Hmm? They play in Welsh Ryan, and well, have for a long apparently time. Apparently, they did some renovations because in 2017, 2018, they played in. And maybe they played a couple of games in Allstate. Or renovations, yeah, that would make sense. Oh, yeah, it looks like they did do reservations. Okay. But the Chicago Wolves AHL team plays. Oh, they're in Allstate? Yeah. Okay. As far as that, I think that's the only one. Unless the Chicago... But uh, something like that. I'm sure there's places like that around the country that's in a burb that wouldn't be the United Center where they would demand both of your arms for. Maybe you could... Screw it. Maybe you could do a university. Does DeVry have some kind of an arena? I don't think so. You know, this is something. Um, this next topic, Evan, I'm going to let you introduce. Because I think you're the one that gets it. Um, why WWE is important and why some complaints are stupid. Yeah, elaborate, if you will. Basically, you know, everybody knows on Twitter and Facebook, it's like they always complain about, oh, you know, this is stupid, this is too PG, this is too kid-friendly, yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, they don't have enough blood. Oh, every time they're ble- every time they're bleeding a little bit, the referee steps in and stops it. And like, oh, you know, they don't do a head. Well, Mercer's bad, so they didn't do headshots to the, with the chair anymore. Type stuff. Just like stupid things that they I mean, they want the attitude era back, but they're not gonna get the attitude era back. You might get a little bit of it with AEW, but it's never gonna be like that. Time is also different, you know? Yeah. So I'm saying it's important to have a more friendly... Because we've seen it, like... I mean, we like wrestling. 
Yeah. We see matches that are awesome on NXT. Yeah. Maybe that match wouldn't necessarily work in WWE. But especially like like we're watching a New Japan pro wrestling match. That that match those wrestling matches like, oh that's great, like a sixty minute match with uh, Okada and Omega. It works for for New Japan. Mm-hmm. That would not work in WWE because like no. it's a different fan base and it's like like even like when we're seeing matches that are really good, like like uh, Gargano versus uh, Adam Cole the other day, I thought that you know I thought it started out a little slow. Yeah, and I did too. But that's like the type of but that's usually the type of match that gets good ratings for the purest wrestling fans. But that's not necessarily something that like WWE works. Like WWE is more like the entertainment aspect, of course, and it's also you know more kid friendly. You have to have something for that for that section. I think it's important. Also, like it's just a different animal. Like you know, we always like to con- people like to compare like the two things. It's not as good as this or that, but it's like it's different. It's doing a different. It has a different purpose. The yeah, they're just in a different. They're in a different era. Like they weren't going whole hog for the children in that time. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they were, sadly, they were around, and, you know, they had children flipping people off, and saying, suck it, but... <laughs> and punting children instead of... No, that was well, after that. <laughs> um, but, well, no, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't think the Attitude Era can come back. No, I don't want it to come because back. Because it's just a different time to do that. Uh, it's just a different time, and you you just passed it. You're in a different stage of growth. They're they're in a different, more casual stage. Yeah, they're in the more business side and the char- charity. And though AEW's doing great, it was all inclusive stuff. And I think that it'll do well. I think, I think they'll be. I think they'll find the happy medium of part as like you know like the the big hardcore wrestling fans and you know the more casual type yeah. thing. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I said about the comparisons between why... Like, WWE needs to be around because they're an important part yes. of wrestling. And just the complaints about, you know, this and that, it just dumb because it's a different era and we know more. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, why don't they hit people in the heads with chairs anymore? Because concussions are bad because, and people blow because, their heads off. Because Chris Benoit, that's why. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> And I've seen, like, you know, in Mexico, like, AAA and stuff, that they still hit people with chairs in the head. I think AEW actually did that the other day, where they had an unprotected chair shot to the head. And, like, the Indies, they do it all. WWE doesn't do that anymore. And, you know, they had, like, people, like, sue them for concussion things. But, like, the vast majority of that stuff was from other places. But, like, you don't, you don't, like, just all this, like, you know, it's the same complaints with the football, you know. Like, oh, I want this run. Like, you got to be smart. We know more stuff. I mean, you can still make it good, but just make it so, like, I mean, just, like, you know. Well, the stuff that people get mad about most with the NFL is the can't-touch-the-quarterback thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a money-and-driving thing. But, yes, with safety, yes. Like, we know more, like. We know that we shouldn't blade and bleed a lot because of the different blood-borne illnesses. Staff infections. Yeah, that too. Um, but, well, and we know you should wear a seatbelt so you don't die. Yeah. Or, we know that you shouldn't open the door in an airplane. Unless you're jumping out of one. Like, 
like skydiving, to which I tell you planes were made to fly with you in them, not for you to jump out of them. Just saying. It's just my thought. Also, gravity in terms of velocity makes that a bad idea, but, I mean, it goes off. But, but my point is, safety has come a long way, you know, like changed ingredients in foods or in thermometers or whatever it is. You know, we learn things run safe. Like you, don't, you don't like the mercury thermometer in the mouth? <laughs> no. Um, but we learn things are safe and unsafe and how to protect people from going insane because their brain has been turned into a smush. Like, you don't... I don't understand the compulsive need to turn your favorite wrestler's head. This isn't just of some people. I'm talking about the people who want the chair shots back, want the bleeding. I don't understand the need to have your favorite wrestler's brain turned into cornmeal mash and why that's amusing. I'm going to tell you, I am, I, I mean, this is, I am very interested in what McFoley's brain, brain looks like. Oh, it ain't going to be good, I can tell you that. I mean, I know, he says that when he passes away, he's going to donate his brain. I'm not sure if you can do anything beforehand. No, not like, really. Like MRI and see what's... Uh, I mean... Well, he can't... Well, the he, poor guy can't remember things. his lines. Yeah. Like when he was when he was general manager... Well, and how... Who knows? Well, he probably got five concussions in that Royal Rumble match alone. Well, I mean, who knows how many surgeries that guy's had. Even less... more, uh, uh, Probably more than the ones they just publicized. And, I mean... The poor guy, when he was general manager of Raw, Stephanie had to feed the guy's line sometimes so he forget him. Because he's getting old and his brain's a bowl of soup. And I love Mick Foley. Yeah. Luckily, he hasn't gotten, like, I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong, but Mick Foley doesn't seem like he's depressed or anything or having any of those types of Not problems. in public. And it doesn't seem like he has dementia either. Well, he's forgetting things. Yeah, but that's not necessarily a sign of dementia. That could be just a sign of your head being pea soup from all the hardcore matches he's been in. Yeah, but he did say that when he passes, he's going to donate his brain. And I think that and I would love to yeah. hear the results of that. Yeah. I don't want him I don't to want pass him to on. I don't want to pass on, but I'm looking forward to seeing the results. That will be interesting. That will yeah. be a big, all right, maybe we should stop doing these dumb things. I mean, it's already... You know what? And this could be another... This could be another topic for another podcast. Are hardcore matches really necessary? It depends on... I mean... Well, I guess we'll talk about this uh, another time. Let's talk about this another time. Because the way wrestling is going, are hardcore matches really even necessary? Um, anyway, let's move on. So I think the next thing we move on to is... We've got an idea down here of what to do with WWE. Because we are nothing if not armchair bookers... And we are nothing if not people who see uh, something wrong with that product that you should do. And I think the first and foremost and about and the thing that you can do is give your wrestlers more control of their own characters. That way you don't run John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose out of the building. There are plenty of people there who are plenty good at a promo. But I, th I think they need to ditch the script a little bit. I also think that you need a consistent voice in the creative team. I think Vince needs to go away. Yeah. Not die, no. but I think need to go away. It's not going to happen. Focus but, on XFL. Well, and there was, I saw the other day, and I heard the other day, There's a, he's not going to do that. 
He's just going to split time between both, which is going to make it worse. I, and, and I know this will never happen, but I think if Vince... I think if Vince goes away, I know we blame him maybe a bit too much, but from everything we know and hear from people that leave, he kind of seems to be the problem right now. He was amazing. He is a pioneer. And he, get, he has his moments still. Yeah. But he's not, but consistently he's not, um, like, everybody runs past their prime. The White Sox version of Ken Griffey Jr. couldn't hold a candle to the Reds or the Mariners version. Or, you know, the broken down Brett Favre that showed up in New York. He did good in Minnesota. He did good in Minnesota, but the broken down Brett Favre that showed up in New York was not the Brett Favre of Green Bay. Or Fat Jordan with the Wizards. Or the last two years of Kobe, except for the last game, was horribly painful. Like, at a certain point, you're just kind of too old. Maybe things you used to do don't work much anymore. And I was given those other examples because it's across all sports. And I think that maybe the time, that time appears to be here for Vince. It won't happen, but I think that would be a big fixer is to get him off of creative. Or give him limited power. I think he needs to get, like, get less power. Like, he can still, like, have his say in things. He can still still be the chairman, I guess. Yeah. But don't have him be executive producer or whatever. Or at least have him... Because I guess guess blaming creative isn't even the thing, too, because it's Vince that hinders them a lot, you know? And, like... and, like, you know, there's a lot of people that are upset. If Triple H is in charge, like, they love him in NXT. Like, they, they, this guy's like a father to them. Yeah. And they mention that all the time. It's like, some people call him Papa H. If, like, let's say Sasha. There is hope. I think Sasha has been talking to Vince, and I think she'll be back soon. But if Good. you're Sasha Banks, and you're like, I want out. But then you're like, oh, Triple H is going to take more control of creative on on the main roster and just the company in general then uh i would i would be like yeah i'll give him another chance then she might stick around yeah i think sasha going to aew or just somewhere else would be good i think that would be huge for aew personally yeah but i think she's got a bit on a contract yeah and if she they'll never release i don't think they'll release anybody else and do we do need to do well unless something happens and we do need to do the who should go to aew we do need to do that bit at some point. Yeah. Maybe later, but we, that bit should be done. But anyway, um, I definitely think that because even if Vince is gone, like, you know, he he does a lot of things. Let's be fair. He does. Well, he does. Of, yeah. He does a lot of things. But I think with Triple H, Stephanie, and Shane, that company would be fine. Just fine. I do too. Like, I just think that, I think they should at least try out, like, give, either give Triple H Monday or, or Friday. Friday. I don't know if they would be worried about Friday since it's a new Fox deal. So they would be like... Hey, no, but but he will... The last thing that Vince will give up is Raw. I'm just saying, uh, give, like, for one month... I would think. I don't know. I'm not an insider. I don't have insiders. But I would think the last thing that you will get him to get his hands off of is Raw. From one pay-per-view event to the next pay-per-view event, give Triple H control. And we'll see, like... And it will be immediately better. Just see how things go. Just mm-hmm. try it. You know? Well, maybe not from one pay per view. Like maybe from. Well, like... I think that'll be a long. That'll be long enough. Like just see like results. 
I would say like after WrestleMania, like when you do like do a soft reset after WrestleMania, and then give him until two or three pay per views till SummerSlam after Mania. Oh, well, let's see here. Based on this year, we just had Money in the Bank. That was the last one that we had. I'm not counting Super Showdown. I'm not either. Uh, Extreme Rules. No, uh, Stomping Grounds. Stomping Grounds. Extreme Rules. Is Hell in a Cell before or after SummerSlam? After. Okay, so Extreme Rules. And then maybe SummerSlam. Take a look over here. I got it right here. Yeah, Extreme Rules, SummerSlam. Yeah. So, okay. So you have um, WrestleMania 35, then you have Money in the Bank, Stomping Grounds, Extreme Rules. There's three months. That's enough time to do short and long storylines and you go okay here's this let's see how much better the product and the ratings get and even like i mean you you'll have this. to continue some of the because there's fall usually there's a rematch or two from oh yeah game. but like but then like like change the direction like how that looks also like here's your all right this is you know here's your um here's your trial period like like here's your like trial. i like that idea and i think that they would see that that would work out a lot better and that maybe Vince would wind up understanding because, I mean, I've heard, I've seen stuff that Triple H is pissed. That he himself is getting pretty mad. Yeah, and I've, I've also heard that uh, Stephanie and Shane have also been trying to, like, get him to see, see certain things. Yeah, I mean, and there's a, we can have a good, like, send-off for him. We can have him, like, put, put up the, I don't know. I still I don't know company on the line in a in a in a storyline. Oh my god! Oh god! That's probably gonna be how they. That would be how I would want it. I don't know how much of the business side that would be effective, and I don't. I'm just talking about creative in the day to day. The the quote unquote roster roster I mean, moves. Let's, the, I mean, the quote unquote general manager slash manager. If you Shane, want to go more traditional sport, I'm not about that portion of it. Yeah, well, let's take a look at what they all do. Shane McMahon, I think he's just a minority owner. Yeah, that's all he does. Um, Stephanie is chief branding operator. So I'm not sure what that is. I think marketing. Yeah, marketing and stuff. That's your marketing people. Triple H is the vice president of talent relations. I think. I think he's got Lauren Ice. And he's COO. Yeah, COO. Is he really COO? Is that just storyline? No, he really is that I, that as far as I know. Okay, based on Wikipedia, Mr. McMahon is the chief, is the chairman of the board of directors. Yeah. Chief executive oper- office chief executive officer, executive producer, majority owner. Um Shane McMahon is a minority owner. Uh Shane, uh, Stephanie McMahon is chief brand officer, member of the board of directors, and minority minority owner. I think she also used to be some creative stuff. Um, Triple H is executive vice president of talent, creative, live events, member of the board of directors, minority owner, and producer. So I'm not sure if well those those events are basically still all. Yeah. So he he does he already does a lot, and. I just, I just think that they need to do something because people are starting to, like, there's been, like, a lot of people, apparently, like, there's rumors that a lot of people in the company have, like, already asking about what their options are mm-hmm. outside the WWE. That's not good. 
No, it's not. However you spend it, it is not good for them. Like, and the fact that you have, excuse me, the fact that you have people defecting is not good. People defecting is not good. In all fairness, Dean Ambrose John Moxley doesn't count as a defected because his contract was up. Yeah, but uh, in a way, but he went away from there, I guess. Yeah. Like, the things is people sitting out their deals, like the Adrian Neville thing, or what it was rumored, what was going to happen um, with the revival. I mean... Or it could be what the deal could be with Sasha. Yeah. Do you think Do you think that if Triple H gets to home, do you think the revival would stay... Yeah, I think so. Do you think the because good I think they would get a title shot right away. Do you think the Good Brothers would stay? No, I think they're gone. I I think the Good Brothers and and they should be. By the way, I think they're gone. Yeah, they haven't been on TV for a long time. Yeah. No, I I th- I think that's that's long unless they just want to sit around and collect collect checks that they're. Well, hopefully, if Triple H was in charge, they would get something. They might get some kind they of. Might, I would. Yet. I would. Put a faction together, probably with them, AJ Finn. Yeah, that would be a thing. That'd be a good thing, a cool thing too. I also think, honestly, if they moved Vince toward out of the picture and left Triple H in charge, I wouldn't. I seriously wouldn't leave out the possibility, or I wouldn't count out the possibility of eventually. Having the shock of a lifetime seeing Cole, Styles, Balor, um, and the Good Brothers showing up, showing up in an NJPW American event to have a stare down with um, like Jay White and maybe like Omega, like the other Bullet Club. Well, Omega's not part of NJPW anymore. Oh, I'm there is a Bullet Club now in in New Japan. It just says, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I think that may I may be over giving him too much credit, but I think that could be a possibility. I think that'd be a cool thing and a good thing because like competition is ultimately. I think good. working together with the other companies would be great. I mean, the only problem is you'll have to argue about like who would go over. Yeah. That's the only problem. Like having an AEW versus WWE event. I think that would be awesome. Like you would just have to. Can you imagine some of those matches? Yeah, those, great. that would be great. Awesome. It would just be like impossible to determine who would go over. And stuff. Yeah. I mean, we, this is just something that you need to do when, like, looking back on the old territory days. Like you had like Ric Flair going to New Japan wrestling, and he, he's lost. He's lost before in like the territories. I don't think he ever lost the title in the territories, but like they would be non-title matches, but. I think that I really think that they need to do stuff. How about a barn burner between Kenny Omega and Adam Cole? Wouldn't that be a thing? AJ versus Omega. Yeah, although I think New Japan did that. I'm pretty sure that happened. I think Adam Cole did stuff with them. It was either that or is I'm thinking of either Kenny and Cody or Kenny and AJ. I think they did. They did one of those two. I know. They both did both. They did both. Th- yeah, that could be. But anyway, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, um, I- I'm trying to think of a WWE badass wrestler, like a 
How about Daniel Bryan and Kazutsuka Okada? Or O'Brien or O'Brien and Omega. That one would be, you know, that would be top billing. That would probably be on a Wrestle on WrestleMania or um, Wrestle Kingdom or whatever, you know. But I, I think working together with the other promotions is a good thing. Yeah, and I really don't think it would lessen. I think the the fear would be that you would lessen your hold, and I I'm not entirely sure you would. You might just foster good tidings, and you might just get people to watch both. And that would just be more money into the industry. I mean, invasion angles are always fun. If they're done right. Do them right. But more money into the industry ultimately means more money to them. Yeah. Because they're still going to be the main, they're still going to be the giant. They're still going to be the main advertiser. So having more people watch more programming, having NJPW World sell more subscriptions, or having more people... I was going to say TNA, but maybe not. Um, having more people watch AEW on TNT would just draw up their own ad revenues, make them more money. So, yeah, I, I ultimately think that, like, let the wrestlers have more creative control. Start working with some other brands, maybe. Get off, I mean, they, they do work, get off your pedestal. I think they work with some brands, like they have Progress and stuff. They do, they're just trying to work with... Like, get off your pedestal. At least let's let NXT people do it. And start working towards... Start getting Like, especially your, get people that don't do anything. Like, let... Uh, I know Tyler Breeze just competed mm, in NXT, and he's back. This was an idea that you had a couple of months ago that I liked. You have kind of what soccer does with loaning. You would loan out your your superstars to, no, no, maybe not, maybe not to like you know like TNA and New Japan and stuff, but like you know the, there's hundreds of wrestling promotions around this country. And some of them like you know obscure, that like you know maybe they have a little bit of like there's like very little, like video evidence of it. Happening. There's going to be a wrestling. There is a wrestling promotion that is going to be in Springfield, Illinois that I have never heard of nor seen, but I saw a poster for it in a truck stop. You know what it was? No, I have no idea. And there was no recognizable name except for, I think, Scott Steiner was on it. I know that they, they do allow some, like certain events, where they allow wrestlers to go to different things, like different conferences and stuff. But uh, maybe but not even that. Like, like for the ones that don't do anything, like if you can like split like the profits or something. No. Yeah. And like you know, there probably wouldn't be much profits to be had in other things. But having like, like they do Shimmer, like they tape like four episodes, I think, a year for mm-hmm. Shimmer. Having like, having like a like a Becky Lynch because Becky Lynch used to be a part of Shimmer. Having some of the people that used to be a part of Shimmer come back. And like do a do like a one off or something. I think that would be good, but like a, but like especially for like the people that aren't doing anything, letting them go to Japan, let them go to, like, just go to other countries. Do do just let them. There's plenty of stuff here. You could leave them here. Yeah. You could let um, what's the name that's not doing anything right now that they seem to have no plan for at all. The Good Brothers. Yeah. Let the Good Brothers go to Ring of Honor. Who cares? Yeah. Or, screw it. Let them go to TNA. Who cares? You know? Like, let them go there for a while. Like, Yeah, and if you're worried about it, let them go to, like, uh, like uh, the, 
New England professional wrestling or whatever. They're not getting the, the titles or anything. But let them wrestle. Let them get exposure. Let people figure out who they are again. Yeah, like even if you like send them to those obscure, like like I said, the, like New England wrestling promotion or something, which I think exists. It's probably not the exact name, but there's things like that. You can have them go and, you know... Like they don't even have to lose because you know they don't like the other team. I mean, yeah. you would you might be fair and like have like you know you know sometimes people don't like fifty fifty booking, but have you know you do the job for me, I'll do the job for you type thing. But I think that I just think that that would be so much better for the business. I do too. And like I said, I think the betterment of the wrestling business would be for the betterment of the WWE. I'm not pretending that I know more than them. I just have ideas that I think might work better. That might make them better. And I'm, I feel like I'm speaking for you as well. Uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong. So, yeah, I think that's all. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Are you, are you at your end? Yeah. Of this episode. So that's going to be it for the third episode of No Marks Allowed. Thank you very much for listening, Evan. Where can people find the podcast if they would like to listen to it another way? Well, you can find it wherever you're listening now. Yeah, or Anchor, um, I found it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, and probably more to come after we've. I mean, we have three episodes posted by now, so probably gotten a couple more places hopefully there's a couple more views somewhere and maybe it'll go eventually go someplace so and we're hoping to have another episode for you and probably get together again late june early july yeah and these things will get more frequent because we're just gonna when we have a radio show and when we broadcast this thing on the air on on our college radio station in the fall we're gonna we're gonna make that the weekly podcast right yeah that's so. So these episodes, if you love this, you, those episodes will get more. It'll be frequent. fun because I want to edit those. <laughs> yeah, uh, these episodes will get more frequent um, when when we get into uh, the actual school season. Well, when we are back together. But uh, but that's it for now. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the third episode of No Marks Allowed.